podcast of Redemption Tempe, where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. My name's Greg. I'm one of the pastors here. And today, this is a sort of a special edition of our podcast, a little shorter form version. We'll be um, pumping some of this content out uh, over the next few months as well, just to give people a little bit more of sense of um, the life of our church. So today I'm joined by Daniel and Susie. Guys, it's good to have you on today. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, would you guys... Tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do around redemption. Yeah, my name is Daniel, and I am the pastor over worship arts here, and also the pastor over Redemption Kids in Tempe. Uh, but today, it's more about the worship arts side of things. You're wearing the worship arts hat. So you do a couple things around here, but it doesn't sound like you're probably too busy. I mean, you barely have anything to do. No, I don't. I, I don't do anything. <laughs> you just, do like the two biggest jobs in the church. I let everybody... <laughs> I, I, I let everybody else do the work. Well, <laughs> you do a great job, and we're really glad to have you on today. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Thanks. Susie, tell us a little bit about you. Hey, I'm Susie, and I'm one of the worship leaders here, and it's just an honor and a blessing every time I get to lead. Yeah, yeah. And, and we love having you here. So thanks, thanks, both of you, for being on the podcast today. We're on today because we're talking about a new song that we wrote specifically for the Exile series. And when I say we wrote it, I mean I had nothing to do with it, and it was all you guys. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about this song Tell us what it's called um, and, and sort of the genesis, uh, if you will, of, of how it came to be. Yeah, so the song's called Lay It Bare, and uh, it started kind of out of our series. It was reading through Daniel, which we're studying right now, um, and alongside that was reading through the Psalms, and there's a Psalm uh, 137 that identifies and kind of gets into the headspace of the Israelites in their time of exile. Hmm. Um so in the psalm, lay it bare is actually a battle cry. Hmm. It's the uh, it's a battle cry of the Edomites against the Israelites. Uh, and basically, the psalmist is lamenting. He's saying, I can't believe that, that they were able to, say, able to say this, that this happened to us. Um, it's, a, it's a big lament for home. Hmm. Um, but for me, the reason it really resonated is that there's we share that identity of, of having a hope that's not yet completed. Mm. Um, we're, we're constantly drawn, as we're, because our hope's not completed, I feel like we're constantly drawn, I'm constantly drawn towards, uh, towards other hopes. The things that culture would suggest is, um, is going to fill me up, mm. and it just doesn't. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, lay it bare is, is a cry first to reveal those things in my own heart, that my own heart would be laid bare. Sometimes I don't even know what's in there. Mm. Uh, but as the song moves, uh, it's, it's not just about my own heart. In the end, what, what I really need is, is to see God's heart, to see his face, mm. and for him to, to lay bare, bare his face to us and that we might be transformed by it. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's this idea that there's a lot of noise in our culture right now, and it's a yeah. lot of lies, uh, basically, if you break it down, of these things that will fulfill us. And it sounds like this song is trying to um, to push into that and say, like, God, you are the source of truth and, and help me see you and the truth of you and the joy of you. So that's, that's, that's it. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So Susie, how about you? Like, what was your part in this song? What did that look like? Um, how has it been this experience of, of this song kind of coming together? Yeah. Um, when Daniel introduced it to me, he, um, he pretty much had the lyrics, um, mapped out and he needed, um, he had kind of like a basic melody, huh? Very basic. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and so, um, the chord structure of the songs, um, were in, um, like minor chords 
And I don't know. I think that resonates with me because just um, growing up, a lot of where I came from, Fiji, um, we use a lot of those chord structures. So it came really Hmm. easily for me Hmm. to kind of just sit in on that and kind of listen. I think it was just a few times. Yeah. Right. And then it was so quick. It, it, it was incredible yeah. that you just kind of stepped up and whatever came out that first time was the song. Yeah. It was amazing. You just nailed it. So, okay. I'm, I'm, I enjoy music, but I'm not a music guy. Um, and I hear that a song is, is made in minor chords. What feeling does that give to the song in doing that? Like, wh- I'm sure that that was intentional. What were mm-hmm. kind of the reasons that you guys landed on the minor chords? I mean, well, yeah. yeah so, um, you know, I think in in lament minor just brings that yeah. um, that that vibe, that gravitas yeah. to what yeah. you're singing. Um, and you know, to me, it just it sounded like the um, confusion in some cases, the pain, mm. um, the I mean, longing is such a good word for yeah. it. Um, CS Lewis will talk about longing in the most amazing ways. Mm. It just kind of captures that not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, and I think. Uh, the beginning of the song lives there. That's good. Yeah. And Susie, you mentioned that you're from Fiji. So you grew up in Fiji. Um, tell us a little bit about, let's look at the frame of this song from that perspective. So uh, as a person with a strong sense of home, how does living away from Fiji give you perspective on the experience of the exile, the mixing of diverse cultures and, and the longing for home? Yeah. Um, we moved here through a green card lottery Wow. Um, 21 years ago. Uh, parents were mid thirties. I was 15, uh, brothers were nine and six and we had no idea. I mean, nothing knew. Like, I think we knew only one family here. Um, they were from New Zealand. They hosted us for like a month or two and we, they sold everything (laughs) and we moved here in the middle of July Wow! (laughs) from, from Fiji. So it was gorgeous weather. And I just remember flying over Phoenix, um, in July, 97 and, (laughs) I'm asking myself, I'm like, where's the water? Yeah. <laughs> like, where's oh, the no. water? <laughs> we don't have a lot of that. No, we don't. And so, I mean, talk about culture shock. The, um, I, 15, right? Yeah. Moving to North Phoenix. And, uh, I mean, I was used to looking at another island from my mm. classroom. <laughs> wow. And here I was staring at a brick wall. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, yeah, talk, like, I was raised with... Um, East Indians, um, Asians, mix of Europeans, um, you know, all kinds of uh, Polynesians, Melanesians, and to come to a, (laughs) yeah, yeah, from a very diverse culture to a not very diverse um, city, I, it was really shocking for me. So it took a lot of time. It was very intimidating. Um, But man, I thank God for the community that my church had and I really gravitated towards that. So hmm. if it wasn't for community, I don't I don't even know. I wouldn't be here, hmm. honestly. Yeah. It's hard. So how does this song kind of speak to that, like that experience <sighs> yeah. for you? I mean, if we're thinking about um, Daniel and the Judeans in exile, mm-hmm. um, help us connect the lines here on some parallels and some experience and being able to feel that um, at Daniel, as you mentioned, the gravitas of the song. Mm. Um. You know, I, I keep thinking of my parents and I keep thinking of their 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 faith and their their just I don't know. I mean the the risk that they took in prayer, you mm. know. 
I mean, they were lit. I, I still remember vividly, you know, every like mornings where they were just praying and seeking the Lord and, and just desperate for more of him, you know, and just yeah. his presence. And I mm. think to be in a culture of, um, like Ricardo was talking about, just we live in a culture of consumerism. Mm. And um, I came from a culture of just, um, it was just community. Mm. I mean, I had both my grandma's my aunts, cousins coming in all the time. I mean, we had like 12 people living in like a three-bedroom house, you know, <laughs> and to come into a city where it was completely different yeah. um, was just really hard. And so I think, yeah, just a lot of prayer, mm. a lot of prayer and um, community, honestly. Mm. That's yeah. good. Well, final question uh, to wrap this up for us here. Tell me for, for both of you, what does this song mean to you? For me, uh Susie said it really well this morning from the stage. It's a prayer. Mm. It's a prayer for God to draw out our own hearts, um, particularly those places where we've got hopes that are built on uh, just such fleeting things. Mm. Um, things that are going to fall apart on us right when we need them, things that aren't going to last, um, and, and instead redirect, and um, uh, that God would redirect and push us towards uh, towards himself, towards an understanding of who he is and uh, the true hope of what he's got for us. That's good. Yeah. I think it's, I think as a people of God, you know, living in, like I was talking about, just this this world, I mean, you can't really choose to escape it, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes I just, I want to do that. You know, I want to, yeah. I want to escape all of this, mm-hmm. and I just I, I long for home. I mean, we're going home in two in in two months, you know, for my brother's wedding, and I, I can't wait for that. But yeah. then I know reality will set back in when I come back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to where it's like, no, you're this is where you belong. This is where I've called you, and so um, I don't know. I think knowing that I'm in the in between, you know, no, mm. and just knowing that I can't escape, and knowing that. Um, that I ha- I'm I'm right where God wants me to be in, and mm-hmm. so I think this song is just that's good. Almost like I don't know a reminder of God's faithfulness and God's goodness. Hmm. That's really good. Kind of gotta let, let that sit for a minute. That's really good. Well, thank you guys so much for for sharing. Um, not only just more about the song, but the song in general. Uh, it's we just sang it this past Sunday, um, and we're gonna continue to sing it. It sounds like through the Exile series. Um, so yeah, this was just a little snapshot of that song in the background, Daniel, Susie, thank you guys again for joining us. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Join us next week as we continue to walk through the Exiles series here on our podcast. But until then, again, this is the podcast of Redemption Tempe, where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus.